and David so clearly in Scripture, as he played out over and over again, he's saying, this can happen if we're not cultivating Mm -hmm. our faithfulness, if we're not being still before the Lord. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Megan and I are ready to wrap this up on episode number four. Yes, we are. On Cultivate, right? Yes. And I'm excited about today. Me too. Because David sure was smart in how he laid this thing out, wasn't he? He was. And this is all really practical stuff to help with all relationships, starting with us. Absolutely. Our individual self. And it's really helped me. Has it helped you? So much. I keep thinking about this stuff. (laughs) I do. I can't go to sleep thinking about it at night. I mean, you were talking about last episode. I've been thinking about this all the time. And it makes me think about what I'm cultivating all the Mm -hmm. time. So I hope it does with the listeners. It's really sparked something in us spiritually and really caused us to think every single day what we're cultivating and then he laid out for us okay if we're cultivating faithfulness we have to be still absolutely you know before the lord yeah that was episode two and then Mm -hmm. we talked about what can veer us off track Mm -hmm. was anger if it's in the wrong way rage you know if it turns into rage and if we let anger get out of hand even even just regular mm-hmm. anger, like what's going on? Right. We have to ask ourselves because it's it's a true feeling, but we need to find out, hey, we need to stop and go, where's this coming from? Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 mm-hmm. self, <laughs> you know, where's this coming from? And, and then find out, ask God when we do know where it's coming from, deal with it. Right. Right. It's, it's cultivating a spirit of listening to yourself to yes. lean into Jesus and to still our hearts, right? It's that restful place, right? When we can do that, when we're angry, all right, if we can slow down and in those places and really kind of turn to Jesus and say, hey, what's going on here? Not only does it help us with ourselves internally mm-hmm. get to that restful place, but it also helps us in our relationships, right? Which is kind of that um, removes the harm piece. Right. right. And one thing that we didn't mention last time that we need to go back to for just a second is one thing that we know as therapists, if I yell at you, you tend to want to yell back at me. So it gets us nowhere into a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. It's usually what we call reciprocal. Mm-hmm. So you yell at me, you yell back. It's very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So kindness begets kindness, as as my grandmother used to say. It's pretty true. And so we we really need to watch that anger piece. And so what was really intriguing to both of us last time, and we did not have time uh, to talk about it, is your verse that you pulled from the Am- Amplified, I believe, yep. translation on being anxious, I believe it was. And there's another word that you're going to bring to us. But if you'll read to us what you read last time, and we're going to go with that today. Okay. So this is Psalms 37, again, from the Amplified um, Translation. And I'm going to start with, let me see. I'm going to start at verse 7 and just carry us down. I know that we're, we've are we already discussed verse 7, so just hang with me as we kind of continue through so that way it kind of flows a little bit better. 
Be still before the Lord, wait patiently for him, and entrust yourself to him. Do not fret. Mm. And then in parentheses, it says whine or agonize because of whom him who prospers in his way because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and abandon wrath. Do not fret. Mm. It leads only to evil. Oh, fret, fret, fret comes up several different times. (laughs) And you kind of wanted to play with the word fret. I did. And I don't, you know, I was talking to Susan actually a couple of podcasts ago about that word. And I was just fascinated that it came up a couple of times right here in the middle of the whole Psalm. And so I just found it super fascinating. So we began talking about it. And so I'm just going to, listeners, I'm going to just kind of tell you some definitions of these words around fret. Okay. So it says in the um, Amplified Translation, wine and agonize. So then we kind of delve into those and I'll let you know what those say. So agonize, undergo great mental anguish Mm. about something. Mm. And then um, the wine went into worry. So then we looked up the word worry. Give way to anxiety or unease. Allow one's mind to dwell on different troubles. Mm. And I just, what really stuck out to me was, first of all, the mental anguish that it takes. That's a toll on our systems, on our bodies. Yeah, that word anguish Mm -hmm. is a little bit deeper. It goes deeper even than worry. Yes, than anxiety. Yes, and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Anguish Mm -hmm. sounds more intense to me. Yes. Doesn't it? It does. It's like a stirring of the soul, Mm -hmm. right? It makes me think of just even keeping that word cultivating as we kind of just stay with that for a minute. Um, If we're cultivating anxiety, right? We're living there. We're dwelling Mm -hmm. in that. um, Then it's going to create a mental anguish. Mm, That's good. Right. Mm -hmm. And then um, even the next thing, the worry one says, dwell on our difficult troubles, our difficulties and troubles. And so we're literally anguishing and dwelling and cultivating a spirit um, of unhealth. That's exactly right. And I like the way you said that if you dwell if you dwell in the anxiety, that will in itself turn into mental anguish. Yes. I like that. That reminds me of something. Steve, my husband, is a physician, and he said in his, and I think I've mentioned this maybe a year or two ago, when we first started the podcast, Steve was on, and the medical journal talks about anxiety and depression as two sides of the same coin. Mm. Anxiety, it states, is more when you are worrying about the future, Mm. like over, over worrying, over anxious about future. Uh, The other side of the coin is depression, where it's they use the term brooding, which we don't mm. typically use that word. But in this case, I like it because it distinguishes the two brooding over the past. Interesting. So, again, if you can picture that image of a coin, one is worrying about the future too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that keeps you in the what if mm. world. Mm-hmm. Well, what if this is going to happen? What if I don't have mm-hmm. enough money? What if I lose my job? What if, what will happen if the kids, what are, just the what if world and the other side of the uh, coin brooding over past mistakes, 
brooding is another word, and that is more depression, but it's on, it's same but different. How how fascinating. It is fascinating in that medical journal, because we tend to treat both, you know, one or the other. Right. And sometimes it's same but different. Yes. It's just showing up different. That it is. And they sometimes come in the same. Mm-hmm. We see that in our office. Right that anxiety and depression are hand in glove, Mm -hmm. if you can put it that way, too. But our minds can go and go and go into a place of, I love what you found. Well, when we looked it up, that mental anguish, Mm -hmm. I can see that happening very quickly. And as it's been laid out over this episode one, two, and three, and David so clearly in Scripture, as he played out, Over and over again, he's saying, this can happen if we're not cultivating Mm -hmm. our faithfulness. If we're not being still before the Lord, you know, our anger can get out and and derail us. Our Our anxiety, our anxious mind, our fretting, which I do like that word, too. Because we find ourselves, you know, fret is not a word we use a lot. Brooding is not a word we use a lot. And both mean mental anguish, really. They can lead us to mental anguish, which can derail us very quickly if we're not cultivating what we need to be cultivating. It all, these are ties together. It all ties together. Isn't that interesting? It's so fascinating. And and really, so I, I think that... Um, and we talked about this beforehand, Susan, that we talk about anxiety a lot just in our sessions and all that. So I want to be very, very clear that anxiety is coming for us all, right? We and all have it. We all Actually have it. Actually all have it. the time. And mm-hmm. so um, I think the distinction here, listeners, um, that I really hope that you guys gravitate toward and kind of understand what, what we're talking about here is that because we all have it, right, what do we do with it then, right? Or we don't want to cultivate it. And that's really the distinction here. Mm-hmm. How do we stop ourselves and pay attention to the anxiety, pay attention kind of what we said about the anger? What's that primary place? What's actually kind of going on behind it, right? To really kind of put us back in cultivating a spirit of humility, um, leading to for, for like a, a faithfulness um, in that place of rest, right? So I just, I, I hope that we're clear and that we're not saying that you shouldn't have anxiety, do away with anxiety. We just don't want to cultivate a spirit that leads to a place of mental anguish that leads us to then a spiral downward. So we're just trying to get on top of it, so um, to speak. I'm so glad you clarified that because, in fact, not all anxiety is bad at all. Correct. We 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 need uh, you know we need it in some we ways. Do. It, I mean, listen, when we're doing this podcast, you and I are both anxious. Oh, we certainly and, are, and we need to be. Yes, to stay on top of our mm-hmm. game. Uh, we both do speaking. We are anxious before mm-hmm. we do. We need to be before mm-hmm. we do, or or we would be very lazadaisical, mm-hmm. not know what we're doing, staying on top of our game before you know. Anxiety helps us if if we're if somebody's fixing to. I always use this example, which is a silly example, I know, but it's very true. If somebody's fixing to push you off the 
top of a building, you need to be anxious uh, to to protect yourself and move at at times. Uh, Anxiety is not all bad, but it needs to be used in the right way. So I'm very glad you brought that up because all anxiety, again, I repeat, is not bad. But how can you use it for your good? God, how how can I use the anxiety that you have given me for good? And I've given a lot uh, several good examples how you and I could use it for good mm. when we're speaking speaking publicly, using it for the podcast, etc. And uh, so good points, but we don't want to live mm-hmm. there where it turns into middle anguish. Middle anguish. I'm very glad you uh, brought that up. That's right, Susan. And the anger too. Sure. All anger we have already established in our other podcast is not bad mm. when used appropriately and Mm -hmm. responsibly Mm -hmm. but when it turns to rage no right Mm -hmm. that's whenever um yeah that's when people get hurt right so as we were kind of looking into the passage of the psalms 37 it it, what 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 i thought was fascinating about it is that it kind of jumps a little bit now listeners we're not delving into necessarily um the wicked and the evildoers now it repeats those words so many times Mm -hmm. and so that's a whole other podcast we could do. But what our hearts kind of wanted to do here was really just pay attention to us, right? What are what is our responsibility here? What are we called to do in this? So um, that's why we've kind of picked this out. So if you kind of jump to um, verse 11, it says, but the humble mm-hmm. will at last inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity and peace. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so good? It is so good. So humility, let's talk about that for a minute. Sure. How does that help healthy relationships? <laughs> because how many times do we repeat ourselves saying our relationships are as healthy as we are individually, Megan? Mm-hmm. Amen to Amen. that. So how would humility help a healthy relationship? I thought it was so interesting as well. So we looked up the word humility and it says it's uh, humility is a good having a good sense of ourselves, being aware of our mistakes, listening to and accepting others. And I was like, goodness, if all of us could live like that. Right. And and I think what I really love about how David wrote this is it comes at such the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Right. He's talking about the anxiety or the whining and agonizing, the fret. Right. And then it kind of jumps to this place of humility. And so I just find just amazing connections in that, that when we are in anxiety and we turn to humility, what it brings forth is something beautiful. It does. It does. Humility, the lack of pride. Mm. Uh, We're outside of ourselves. And as the definition said, we are we're other focused. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. And that is uh, you're talking about healthy relationships because we are other focused, which is exactly the intent of this relationship, healthy relationship that David is referring to. Right. That's right. That's right. Because here's the reality. We cannot do it ourselves. Mm -mm. And that's the good reason Jesus came Mm -hmm. and died on the cross so that we have him to turn to. We do not have to do it on our own. Mm-mm. He knows that we're going to have anger is going to come. We're going to have excessive anxiety in our lives, that life is not easy and struggles are coming for us all. Mm-hmm. And so I just love that he knows that. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And so he set it up perfectly for us to be able to turn to him in our anguish and our agonizing. And most of all, before that even happens, let's turn to him in our anxiety. Mm-hmm. Right. Humble ourselves so that then we can find freedom there. And then he upholds and sustains, which is kind of the next part. Mm-hmm. So total dependency on him mm-hmm. is what I just heard you say. Complete. And an order to be totally dependent on him, that requires humility on our part. Absolutely. I can't do this, but I know you can. Mm. So that in itself is being humble Mm -hmm. in spirit. Like I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Like I'm done. Uh, There's a, we, we read one of the devotionals last week and I won't take the time to read it this week, but one is entitled I'm done. Mm -hmm. And don't you know, God says, well, finally, Susan, <laughs> now I can take over. And basically, that's what you're saying, mm-hmm. because that requires us to put our pride down mm-hmm. and go, I I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. But knowing that God can. Mm-hmm. And uh, so putting down pride and just being humble in spirit and allowing him to work in and through you. Right. So that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's very freeing as well. Mm. You know, when you think of it that way, it's very freeing. Right. Because then it just it's a it's a it's a message to my sit to my soul that like, gosh, I don't have to do it. I'm not expected to do it. Actually, he doesn't want me to. No. And I think one of the commentaries that we were reading was actually saying you know, release control. Mm. They use the word control, mm. right? I think we so. Reading. I think so. I wish we so, could remember what. I know. It, releasing control to God and let allowing him to do. And that that also is a very, I know I'm, I'm saying to God, I can't do this. I release total control to you because I trust you. And so that's part of being um, humble. That's right. And then in a verse 11, uh, what I'm going to say is B, right? And then it says, and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity and peace. And so that's right after the humility piece, right? When we mm-hmm. are humble, what it brings forth is abundant prosperity and peace. And I just love that, that then the next thing it says is that, that well, it, it then talks about being upheld and sustained. Right. So mm-hmm. when we bring our humility to him, he will uphold us and sustain us and bring us abundant peace. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. I think that's such a beautiful picture of that calm place. Yeah. Right. It kind mm-hmm. of centers my heart and saying, OK, even if everything's out of whack, even if my world is in chaos, I know I can be still and I can hand it all before him and I will be upheld and sustained. And mm-hmm. anyways, it just even stills my heart right here. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and that's what, you know, prosperity means different things. It does. To, I, I love to, that you're pointing that out. Yeah. To And for me, as you were just talking, that is prosperity to me, mm. is peace. Yes. Being filled with the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Knowing that God is with me, even in the times of trials. Absolutely. You know, knowing he's walking with me, mm-hmm. I am full. Yes. I am full mm-hmm. and prosperous in my walk with him and mm-hmm. my fulfillment of the purpose he has called for me. The prosperity is the peace right, he gives. That he gives. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the anxiety 
that we were starting with today is less. Mm. It's gone. Mm-hmm. His comfort is with me. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's such a great point, Susan, is it doesn't mean that we're not going to be anxious at all. Like it's just all going to go away. Right. There's just a sense of peace that we're with where we're not cultivating that spirit of mental anguish right right or fret right right that's not where we're staying Mm -hmm. that yes we still might feel a little uneasy about things life just is hard and again that's our body preparing us that gosh it stinks Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and yet our body has a soup like this supernatural power from the holy spirit saying hey you know what Mm -hmm. and yet I know that at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay, and He is going to hold and um, uphold and sustain me. And I think that's so beautiful. Oh well, Megan, you know we have this series has been very meaningful to the two of us, and I hope that it's been very meaningful to our listeners. And I am going to. This is going to take a couple of minutes, but I want to ask you one of the. If you had to name one of the lessons that you have learned through Psalm 37, what is one of your, the greatest lessons that you have learned that's very practical that you have taken away from this series? I think... That for me, the cultivating a spirit of rest and having that place that I go has been so beneficial for me. Not that I'm ignoring my anxiety and my anger and those places that I can still lean into that. Mm -hmm. But I have a safety place to go that can calm my soul until I can kind of um, maybe lean into those places. Maybe I don't have time. Maybe it's just my busy life and I've got littles running around and I don't have time that I can go inside of myself and still my heart and go to that safety place with the Lord um, Mm -hmm. and and, and feel his presence with me and that I can cultivate peace with him there. I think that's been so drastic for my system that it kind of anchors me, mm-hmm. um, instills me before him, even as the chaos goes on, that it, feel, it gives me like foundation underneath my feet oh, to kind of keep going. That's, that's for good. me. That do you have one, wonderful. Susan? I do. And it's like you were saying that almost every single day, I'm thinking about the word cultivate. Mm -hmm. And I know our listeners are probably tired of us saying it, but it's such a powerful, it has become after this series and through this series and just reading it over and over Mm -hmm. again, it has become such a powerful, very meaningful Mm -hmm. word to me spiritually. Absolutely. Like truly. Yeah. Am I cultivating faithfulness? Mm. Because I, I, I've realized all day, every day, I'm cultivating something. Absolutely right. And I'm noticing it mm. more and more. Wow. And the way it has been written by David has really stood out to me that he has mentioned a very practical light that we're all living life mm-hmm. and we all do have anger in our lives. Mm-hmm. But what do we do with that? Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes up, is it a healthy anger mm-hmm. or is it not? Right. Uh, anxiety comes up in all of our lives. 
What do we do with it? Are we letting it get out of hand or is it the healthy anxiety? Right. Are we let it get the, uh, letting it get out of hand and causing us to derail mm. from our cultivating our faithfulness? And I'm just mindful of that now instead of, oh, I've got anxiety. Wait, wait. You know, instead of thinking uh, at it like, wait, this is affecting me and my cultivation mm-hmm. of of my faithfulness. Right. And staying in that, my plumb line, it's affecting mm-hmm. my plumb line. And so I've just got a different view of all of that. It's almost a thing that keeps you on your toes. Yes. Right? To constantly kind of engage that. yourself. Very good way to put that. Keeps me on my toes. And I like that. Um, so, and again, if I'm healthy, my relationships are are much healthier, mm-hmm. you know, and staying, staying that way, keep staying on my toes, yes. you know, spiritually, spiritually on your toes. Yeah. I think that's a good word. Um, and so this Psalm has really come alive to me, read it all my life, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden it's really much more powerful than it's ever been. God's timing is perfect. Isn't God's it? timing yes. is per- perfect. Thank you, listeners. We hope that this has blessed you as much as it has us and that you start um, just having a spirit of cultivation of faithfulness. We love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast part of the KLRC Podcast Network.